This is SG Fun, a Stargate podcast. listeners welcome to sg fun a stargate podcast i'm sarah and for some reason i am still only halfway through season 10 i have it's been months since i've watched an episode i got caught up on wife swap and now i was staying at my mom's house and i'm caught up on proper i'm like just really into the hgtv shows so you know we'll see what happens that's like me with every video game I play nowadays. I get up to like the last like two missions and then I stop playing it forever. <laughs> so when I go back or, or when I do go back, I just start it from the beginning and then do the exact same thing. Right. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens next week. Holy Hannah, Tori and listeners. I'm Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say that already? Yeah, yeah. We yeah, totally we've did. been having quite a lengthy chat. I'm already uh, I'm already into this this uh, rose cava. Yeah, um, like yeah. the um, I went downstairs and thought I had consumed almost the entire bottle, and my husband was like, "No, no, no, no! I had a glass." Thank oh, God. Oh, good. Yeah, one <laughs> bottle sands glass. <laughs> Shut up. Well, that's what we're here to do. We're here to comfort uh, uh, our ourselves first off. Uh, and then hopefully people who listen, if you're out yeah. there. Welcome to season two, episode 12. Yes. Oh, 11, 11, episode 11. Wait, which one are we doing? I thought we were doing Tokra part one. Yeah. No, I thought we were doing Tokra part two. Are we doing Pokra? Are we doing Tokra part one? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, Tori, I'm very unprepared. I have... I wondered why I didn't have any notes. <laughs> I just crossed out part one and wrote part two and watched part two today. Oh, oh, okay. I took, I t- I've got so that's why I keep saying Holy Hannah. Oh, that, so I was like, what is that a thing? <laughs> and I was like, you didn't watch the episode. I have, I I have no alternative titles for part one. Oh. I have. Uh, okay. Oh, Jesus. Well, I mean, you know, as this is called the Toker Part 1, stupid title, my, one of my titles was Daniel Really Does Have Horrible Timing. Oh, that's right. When it comes to Sam and random men that she's hanging out with I and know. might have some sort of interest in, whether it's her own interest or her <laughs> weird body <laughs> ethereal shrimp spirit interest. <laughs> Yeah, that she can't really tease out. My my other alternative titles were Hammond turns his creep factor to eight point five. <laughs> I like that. But also turns his uh, extracurricular team family building factor up to eight point seven. Okay, that's good. I've got belated no consent November for Tokra reasons and Daniel reasons. Daniel hates consent. <laughs> Tokra reasons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
because there's a lot of um, consent issues going on. And we can talk about how the, how pressuring people, like, I won't be your friend unless you give me consent. Mm. I won't be in an alliance with you unless you give me consent Mm. is not consent. Mm. I got you. Yeah. No, no. Also, Daniel, Daniel interrupts consensual touching only and Mm -hmm. makes a disgusted face when he sees consensual touching. (laughs) See, you, you know, this episode, you remember this episode. This is fucking all I remember. (laughs) Why, Why don't you tell us who directed it? Oh yeah, uh, this this uh, the Choker Part One uh, was directed by Brad Turner uh, and written by written by the showrunners. All right, this time around. So yeah, they're 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 at the helm for this. This is a two parter, obviously, um, but this is part one. So uh, yeah, so welcome to the vertical watering hole. Yeah, and we should really get. Oh oh, well before we really get into it, we gotta shut this thing down. Oh my god, you know what thing I'm talking about? I know. And I almost have a 20. I didn't forget again. And I almost, okay. Are you, I have a 24 second timer, Tori. What do 20, I have to do? You got to build some fucking tension. Oh, yeah. And so okay. within 24 seconds, you're going to have to tell us the entire a plot, at least of this episode. If not, again, I haven't, I haven't watched it in a week and this will be amazing. Okay. This will be amazing. <laughs> okay. Tori, are you ready? It doesn't matter. Go. Okay, uh, so the gang decide to uh, go see the Tokra. Uh, they go. They're like alliance with us, uh, and, they're, and, they're, and 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 they're like put some shrimp in you, and they're and they're both like no. Uh, Sam has a weird double date. Uh, Hammond does his bedside manner. Uh, the Tokra decide that the gang has to stay with them forever, and that's all that happens. Good job. You had two seconds remaining. Woo! I might have used those two seconds to throw in Daniel Jackson hates consensual touch. <laughs> so we, we open in a, a glowing large intestinal track. So there's, it's a flashback. Some go out wool and Jafar running around civilians are running around and we're, we we're in the point of view of Jolinar. Jolinar. Okay. That is okay. Lantesh is Martuf's symbiote. No, Lantesh is Martuf's host. Yes. And we see them in this flashback and they're like, Jolinar, you gotta, you gotta do the thing. Mm -hmm. Jolinar rolls. Like they, they get to the, they get to the gate, start the gate up. It's pandemonium. They're being attacked. Has Sam been like, I feel like she's been trying to like meditate and like figure out how to access these memories after the last episode where she was like bragging about it, but then couldn't do shit with it. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, well, that's what happens. Yeah. 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 Sam wakes up. It's her vision, you know? Mm. Oh no, no. She looks in a mirror in the vision and we see her face and she's like, Oh, (laughs) and then she wakes up. And she's like, Ugh. always, always this big surprise when I look in a mirror and see my own face. <laughs> like right now, looking at this Zoom, I'm like, oh, 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 that's fine. It's just me. I was surprised. Well, the one thing you don't have is that as you as you fall back asleep, you see Hammond's watching from the doorway like a creep. It's he's Daddy Hammond. He loves watching he's- his baby sleep <laughs> at night to make sure they're still breathing. He's just a good daddy. I guess so. No, we'll see how good we'll see how great of a daddy he is as this episode we'll continues in the B plot. See, 
I don't remember the B plot. Okay. So we'll see. <laughs> uh, well, we, uh, we cut to the briefing room and, uh, Sam is saying that it's a prophetic dream. She's like, yeah, no, I, I think this is something that's actually happened. So Sam, yeah, Sam is like, I, you know, I think we need to go talk to the Tokra and O'Neill, you know, gaslights her a little bit and he basically treats her in the exact same way that everybody else treated Daniel when he was doing mm-hmm. his multiverse episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those gaslight motherfuckers. What's it like now, Sam? Yeah. 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 You were gaslighting. Now you're being gas lit. <laughs> Get gas for everybody. Gaslighted. But. Tilk, you know, he explains the symbiosis a little bit. He's like, yeah, oh, that's know, right. memories Tilk, can be shared. Tilk doesn't like to gaslight because he's not a dickhead because he's, <laughs> he's not from here. So, yeah, but Sam's like, we look, I saw the coordinates in the vision on the on the on the uh, the dial home machine. It's like I could take us there. The memories these people have. <laughs> yeah, photo- photographic. Yeah, memories, every yeah. motherfucking one of them. And I'm like, it's got to be training. They've got to train to memorize. Because you can train yourself to memorize that kind of shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow. So anyway, she memorized that shit. She knows how to dial to where they are. So yeah, so the real the question is, is like, do they go meet him? And for some reason, Hammond recuses the responsibility to O'Neill. And he's like, well, I don't, I don't have an opinion on this, but it's all, it's up to you, O'Neill. What do you say? Yeah. This you becomes know? the game of don't wake daddy. He's tired. And O'Neill, <laughs> mommy O'Neill takes over <laughs> and is like, well, my whole thing is like, I mean, wouldn't they all be happy that they, they have some, a new set of coordinates anyway? Like it's not, not jumping out of the sky. Like why not this place? Oh, because they're. They're afraid that the um, they're going to be jumping into go olds. That's true. Because because Sam was involuntarily without consent. So Daniel loved it. Um, without consent, uh, Sam was uh, invaded by Jolinar, and she has like PTSD for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, O'Neill is like, yeah, yeah. He's like, well, I mean, all right, fine. Let's let's do it. So they rolled. So they, they prep for uh, uh, diving into the, into the gate. But before they go, Sam, Sam is like, oh, give me 10 minutes. And he was like, all right. So she goes to make a phone call. And he's like, don't be fucking late, though. And she's like, I'm not going to be fucking late. Like as they're walking to the gate, she's, mm-hmm. she's like, I got to do it now. Then she I call- couldn't have done this 20 minutes ago. I've got to do it right now because it's TV. Oh, right. And because right. we don't have a 24 hour time clock on this episode. <laughs> so here's some weird tension, just a little pretension. Pretension. Oh, my God. Oh, I like that. I did it. Okay. Well, yeah, she, she's calling her Papa. Yeah. Hi, what, Daddy. What a, I mean, not general Daddy. I mean, Papa. Hi, Papa. Yeah. And he, he well, and if we rem- if anyone remembers uh, him from the previous uh, couple episodes ago or whatever, uh, yeah, he's yeah. a dick. Yeah, he's all like being NASA, and she's like, "I'm not going to be in NASA." And he's like, "Well, I have cancer, and I want to see you in NASA." And she's like, "I don't want to be in NASA." He's like, well, "What do you do?" And she she's like, um, "Space telemetry." And he's like, "Okay, well, get fucked." And she's like, "Don't leave like this. I'm in tears." And he's like, "Peace out, bitch." Yeah. Yeah. I'm only dying, but go to hell. You did you did that in way less than 24 seconds. That's that's oh. 
Man, why don't you like, because we haven't released that last episode, you should put that back. <laughs> well, yeah, and yeah, and this one, and she and she's like, Yeah, I I, you know, I just want to talk to you before this trip. And and he treats her like shit. And she's like, I'll may I'll, you know, if I can, I'll come see you after. And he's like, Don't bother or something. I know it's weird. Like we find out, we're gonna find out in the future that his son isn't speaking to him. And like I'm uh-huh. you're watching this, and I'm like, Yeah, I'm surprised anyone's speaking to this man. <laughs> foreshadowing if anybody could use a literal personality transplant it is jacob carter foreshadowing oh oh, oh. okay well yeah and obviously she she gets upset by the call and then she and and again again camera pans right and hammond is creeping out listening in on the conversation again. yeah he's never been so um daddy's never been so nosy <laughs> into sam's life before but it's convenient for this episode that he suddenly is a lot of, there's a lot of shit like that in this show well no this is a weird thing he he goes over like she she comes but then he goes over to her and we learned that her father got an apartment in denver and did not tell her. Yeah. And Hammond's like to be closer to you. But on the phone, he just told her that he doesn't want to see her. But I guess the apartment's supposed to make her feel like, oh, I guess he does want to see me. But I mean, why would you tell her that? Listen, you're a soldier. She's a soldier or an airman. You're both airmen. Same thing. Get the gist. She's about to go on an important mission, a hella important mission that could be really dangerous. Why would you, as her commanding officer, give her some like destabilizing fucking weird information? Uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Why didn't you tell her sooner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, why is it why is it all within the first the 10 minutes before the gates opening? <laughs> and like his interest in her as one of like her daddy's best, her papa's best friends. Yeah like is so retrofitted in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's like a bad addition to a sh- just okay house <sighs> there's a lot of that in this in this show they're like oh what if we had done this but we didn't but what mm-hmm. if we do now mm-hmm. well yeah hammond's like well you know if you want you can you can stay you don't have to go on this mission and but she's like well i kind of have i kind of have to go it was it was one it was my idea and jolinar and all that thing the whole thing She's like, how do you figure, sir? (laughs) (laughs) Tell me more about how the mission goes without me. Yeah. Well, and she says she feels different about this. That's why she called. She, she has this feeling that she might not come back for a while. Yeah. That's weird. That is weird. And Hammond's like, well, just remember Jacob, I've known him for many years. She's a good guy. And you're also a lot like him. It's like, God damn. Dude, if some motherfucker. If I joined the army and some motherfucker who served with my dad was like, your dad's a good guy and you're a lot like him, I would kill. It'd be a murder suicide situation. <laughs> so I just, she took it really well because my dad's also a narcissist and uh, everybody who doesn't really know him thinks he's a great guy because mm, 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 that's how that works. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's just like, man, well, all right. Well, I'm I'm leaving now. I'm going on the mission. So yeah, they they roll yeah, out. Fuck you, daddy. You're not even my real daddy. 
And then she goes on the mission. You're a little better than my actual daddy, but you're still not my real daddy. <laughs> yeah, you're safer so I can yell at you. Because <laughs> I know you'll still love me. That got weird. Okay. Well, yeah. So they 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 go through the gate. Uh, they land in a like a deserty planet. Not much is around. Oh, it seems like they are too late. You missed it. Seems like it. You were, yeah. you were worried you missed it, and you done did. Mm-hmm. Uh, O'Neill uh, chimes in with, "Where's that yellow brick road when you need it, eh, Dorothy?" Wizard of Oz reference. Haven't been any in a while, but I'm keeping the tally alive. Oh, how many is that? Uh, I think it's like six so far. Holy, holy moly. That, by the way, is white American vernacular English. Holy moly. Wait, what was the other one? Holy, holy Hannah. Wait, hi. Hey. Holy Hannah. But that's, <laughs> that's about next week's episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cause I'm bad at being on this with you. <laughs> well, we learn a bit about the Tokra, like, uh, Tilks, like they mask their trails. You know, they're very, they're very sneaky. They had, they, it's their business to not be found. And, and, and they are, cause you know what they do? What's that? They literally spend countless hours crouched beneath <laughs> fabric covered in sand with no air, just waiting for someone to and, show anybody, up at their planet. Anybody. <laughs> And stand in exactly the right place so that they can pop out with seemingly no signal Boom. and encircle the intruder. And I just, I'm going to tell you, like, they're all dressed like they're all wearing their Luke Skywalker cosplay. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. And uh, they're all from Tatooine. And then they're in a standoff. Well, O'Neill's in a crouch off because he he's crouched like he goes into a crouch and he stays there for who fucking knows how long. For once he's holding his weapon like he's been trained to use it. <laughs> like he's, been, he's trained in firearm safety and efficacy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, one, one of these people that are surrounding them recognizes Teal'c as part of the Opophis sect. That's bad. And he's like, thank no, 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 not anymore. I'm aligned with Atari. Uh, the, the, uh, these people. Why should we give a shit about that? But then thank God Sam didn't go to the hospital to see her dying asshole father. <laughs> She's like, Martouf. Yeah, he's there. That's your name, right? I'm right, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm right, 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 right? Tell me I'm right. I'd like to hear it. And he's like, okay, yes, you're right. How do you know? Yeah. And then it gets the ball rolling on diplomacy well this, see this this is the funny thing so in the middle of this we do a quick cut to the base where hammond gets a call from sam's father jacob he's not doing mm-hmm. well and then we cut back to the planet and and o'neill's they're they're also there o'neill's st- o'neill is still crouch and he's like you know what they call this in the in on earth loitering and i'm like how <laughs> So how long have these people been doing this standoff for? Like, a, like just know. hanging out for a bit in the hot desert? I bet O'Neill, I bet O'Neill's a fun coworker. <laughs> like if for some reason he weren't at your workplace anymore, it almost wouldn't be worth working there. Oh God, I know that only too well. 
yeah. right now. Yeah. You stay at a job because you like certain colleagues and then they get another job. And then you learn never stay at a job because you like your colleagues. Oh, I'm sorry. Womp, womp. Well, yeah. So yeah, with, with, with this revelation, uh, Sam just lays it all out. She just spills about Jolinar, you know? Yeah, she is like not even like, well, maybe I'll tell you some stuff if you tell me some stuff. She is really bad at being in the military. Well, <laughs> she's she's just ready. She she's got to spill the beans. She's, That's true. She's so excited. Yeah. And and she's like in your Tokra, right? And they go through this whole rigmarole. It's like Tokra, what, what are you talking about? What's what's Tokra? Yeah. And Carter's no, like, know. I know you're the Tokra assholes. They're like, no, Tokra, I never heard of her. We, I, no. Can we stop this? It's hot out here. Can we just cut the bullshit? Like, And O'Neill's like, for real, I, I don't want to get a ticket for loitering. My legs are really hurting right now. They're, they're, they've they've, they've started to, playing. gone to sleep. <laughs> the shop owners have started playing some really loud opera to get us to stop loitering out here. <laughs> well, Martouf believes her. And so he's like, all right. They finally agree to ring them down to their caves. Then there's this whole other rigmarole about that they need to take their weapons. And O'Neill's just like super, he's super cynical this whole episode. He's like, take, like, what? well, then you bet if, all right, then you better treat us good. Look, he has spent a season and a half fighting the Goa'uld in, and like, no, thank you. And the one that took over Sam, who he is secretly in love with, like, <laughs> sorry, but didn't <laughs> ask and almost got her killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm with them. I'm with them. He's pissed off. Yeah. But he gets out, but he gets outvoted that they go with them. I know. By Sam is leading the, the dissenting vote. Well, and the, cause, it, but it just keeps going. Cause the toke, the toker are like, all right, come closer together. And, and O'Neill's like, why? And Daniel's, and at this point, Daniel's like, Jack, Dude, she's dude. Stop being Take such it down forty percent, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you're at you're at like a nine, <laughs> and I'm gonna need you to come down to like a seven. Okay. Yeah. He's he gets very Ross Geller. Well, yeah, they come closer because some uh, the teleportation rings come out of fucking nowhere uh, and teleport them to the large intestine, which is some underground tubes. Tubes, but they're shiny and crystally. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Apparently, that's what the Tok'ra do. Right. Tilk does some important, like, fact narration. Yeah, yeah. He's like a tour guide. He's like, the Tok'ra are believed <laughs> to uh, have special t- crystal technology. These caves build themselves as needed. They build these tunnels whenever they, because they're always on the move, right? So they, mm-hmm, they have to mm-hmm. build these tunnels at their new place. And then apparently they destroy them when they leave. Yeah. And which is like, I feel like the crystals seem smart. So I feel like when do the crystals become Skynet? Oh, I've it's already happened. I has it. And they've like brokered, they've brokered some kind of peace. (laughs) Holy Hannah. Holy. Sorry. It's our new send off. Uh, Well, yeah. Well, so uh, we do a quick cut to the hospital. Uh, for plot B, where Hammond visits Jacob, mm. uh, dude looks horrible. Mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm. He looks like how he looks like how he looks like he's having the day he deserves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, and Hammond's like, well, you know, this is crazy. I, I'm, you know what? I'm going to recall Sam. Actually, I'm going to do it. 
And Jacob's like, no, no, I don't want her to see me like this. And he's like, I'm gonna. And he's like, don't. He's like, but I'm gonna. And he's like, but don't. And he's like, but I'm gonna. I got an apartment in Denver to be closer to her, but I don't want to actually see her. Ever. What? What? What is that? Just some shit my dad would do like so it, that I would find out that he had an apartment in Denver. He'd make sure somebody who knew me told me. So then I would feel bad for not knowing or not visiting or that he had done a big gesture and I had done nothing. I don't, I, Jacob could use a literal personality transplant. <laughs> save it for the spoiler section (laughs) (laughs) are tokra real because i know someone else who could use one oh my god uh well well and so and then jacob says you know what you can do for me though hammond uh maybe you can just uh you know us being military men here i'm going to go against uh all my years of training and all of my years of how this whole system works and ask you to reveal what it is you guys actually do i'm on my deathbed hammond come on do who am it. i gonna tell god yeah well the thing is is that like he just spent like the first like the first minute talking about how such a fucking super soldier he is and then yeah, and now right. he's like just going again, going against everything about the military, he's, you know? It's well, like, he's like, I'm a super soldier, but Hammond, you're whatever. Yeah. And my daughter does space telemetry or something. But right. yeah, whatever. So Hammond, you're not a super soldier like me. So you'll probably tell me. Well, Hammond on. refuses. Yeah. Because he is a super soldier. Yeah. You know, How I can't dare do you? that. What an insult. Yeah. You can see him like emotionally break a little bit, but. He rides it out. He yeah, does the right yeah, thing. Yeah. Well, so we cut back to the Toker base, and this is where we meet Grand Council Garsha of Belote. Jesus. Way to write down her name. She is wearing the most uncomfortable outfit ever. And it makes me wonder if I got a symbiont, would I, symbiote, symbiont, ankylosaur, would I... Would I be able to wear uncomfortable clothing? Because literally not a single pair of my pants has like any hardware around the waist. (laughs) And I have so many pairs of pants. Like I have one pair of jeans that I have in three sizes and they just slide onto your body. Well, look, look, see, it doesn't matter how uncomfortable this is because the actress is uh, fucking Sarah Douglas, who is uh, no stranger to strange fitting attire having been one ursa one of the kryptonians from superman 2 okay because oh oh my god yeah holy shit yeah. she is and two the the queen from conan and the destroyer who was bedecked in some crazy shit but super awesome look look i i i, I love this woman don't you understand you gotta understand how many much as a kid I watched both of those movies. I was like, oh my God. So she's really like, she's with an ogre and Priscilla Queen of the Desert floating around space in a piece of glass. Yeah. Still. So yeah. I'm glad she made it out. So she, her host she, made she it made out. She made it out. Yeah. And now she's got a tokra in her. So it proves getting a tokra can make you a better person <laughs> if that happens. Well, I, man, I just got super excited because I, I, I really, I really love her voice, and 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 when it's like, 
enhanced with the the go out wooled voice god it's like oh, yeah. it's like butter like she, she she's gonna be the she's gonna be the narrator of my biopic uh is it true coming out in 2053 oh oh my god that's such a good narrated name. by sarah douglas <laughs> an amazing name for your biopic i yeah, she's awesome wish i had realized that before watching it but yeah that tokra auto-tune is really something well, yeah. So, yeah. But not only uh, are we impressed, Teal'c is also impressed uh, because he's like the most hunted Goa'uld of all time. It's like, okay, all right, yeah. Yeah, she doesn't take any shit at all. Not even a little guff. Nothing. No. She doesn't even. And what I like about her is she feels zero need to smile at everyone to make them comfortable. <laughs> yeah, but but she's also gracious. And, uh, oh, she's well. gracious, yeah. but you can be gracious without being like, hi, hi, do you feel comfortable around me? Hi. Right, right. Um, just because she's not from here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, well, she starts out, she's like, welcome. Uh, she asks first if they are the Tari, and they're like, yeah. Uh, and then she asks if they know the people or helped the people who killed Ra. Bitch, know them. Know them. <laughs> Whose face do I see when I look in the mirror every morning and gasp in surprise? Yeah. My own. <laughs> That's right. No, they, 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 they keep it humble a little bit. They keep it humble. And she's like, and well, she's, she's just like kudos. Uh, and Dan- yeah, she keeps it like low key too. She's like, whatever. And Daniel's like, oh, toke Ra. Again, oh, sorry, sorry. My, you know, I, I, this one slipped in my linguistical uh, analysis against Ra. That's what that means, doesn't it? She's like, you know, yeah. Couldn't they have done it differently where he just hadn't had a chance to say it yet? And instead of being like, oh my God, I just realized Toke it's Toke Ra. Couldn't he have been, couldn't he have just been like, yes, I've been trying to tell all my friends who aren't nerds <laughs> that Toke Ra means against Ra, but like, this guy over here, MacGyver, never lets me talk. <laughs> no, he's had plenty of time to think about it, and he owns up. Yeah, he's one of those like I'm the dumbest smart guy that I... makes people that makes everybody be like smart people aren't smart. It's <laughs> not good. That's not a good message to get out there. Then she asks about Jalinar, which Sam gives the abridged version of uh, the plot from episode two. Right. And, and Martuf Lantash is, looks be upset. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely something been going on. Like he, like he, yeah, him and Carter mm-hmm. have been, you know, doing the camera's been just you know, like, just staying on them for a bit. Something's going on. Something's going on. Something's going on. And Daniel Jackson's like, you know, they don't show it, but in the background he's hovering going, mm. Did something consensual happen over here? I'm gonna keep my eye. I got <laughs> he does that thing. He puts two fingers at his eyes and then two fingers at Landesh's eyes and and Sam's eyes. And it's like, I see you trying to be like not only that, like he points consensual. to their he points to their abdomens as well. He's like, I see both of you, both of y'all. He points to their genitalia. He he does his, <laughs> the two, the two fingers at his eyes and turns it around down to their genitalia one at a time. Very <laughs> menacing. It's, it's almost menacing oh, what he does. Oh, Tokra. Let's cut quickly back to the hospital for plot B. Jacob is like, he gets, right. he's getting fibbed. Like it's not happening. 
Well, yeah. but but it, well, it happens. He 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 gets back on us. It lives for now. Hammond is He's, still there. Yeah, they're like best friends, I guess. And I think that's really weird that we didn't know that before. He has no qualms about sending his best friend's goddamn daughter off to her death over and over again. I find that weird because men of his generation in particular are not like that. My dad's best friend was also in the service and also grossly inappropriate, but also would have been like, I'm not going to send her. Mm. Because mm-hmm. you know, I guess Daddy Hammond is cool. Yeah, he yeah. Does see, yeah. He does see women as like full people, which I I enjoy very much about him. I mean, think about the think about the pilot when he's like you know uh, introducing her to everybody, giving her credentials. He doesn't he doesn't plant in at the very end. Oh, and she's also the daughter of my best friend General mm-hmm. Jacob mm-hmm. Carter. And he also doesn't point out like for a girl. <laughs> right, right. Whatever. No, he's a good daddy. Uh, yeah, he's better than Papa. Yeah. So is Trish is is Trisha not his best friend anymore? I thought his president I know, was his right? best friend. I thought so too. But like, you know how it can be like when you have like a try, like a triad of friends, and like there's always like a sometimes there's like a constant two that are the most best friends, but a lot of times there's like one who goes between the two. Mm. About and then those other two are always trying to be like number one, two, <laughs> two number one. So they're always trying to be like, they're always trying to be like Riker to Picard, but sometimes they are data. <laughs> yeah. No, I, and I get you. they're the three best friends that anyone could have. Well, yeah. Well, I think, I think this whole scene, it just keeps playing into this, into they're, they're trying to reinforce the notion that Hammond, Hammond really wants Sam to like, come back. Right. And Jacob really, really, really really wants to die without ever seeing his daughter again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) True. True that. Or his son, I guess. Yeah. Who? (laughs) Who? What? (laughs) Fuck that guy. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. Does it talk to me for years because I'm so cool? All right. All right. Let's cut back to the Tokra, uh, where they're talking about Jolinar still and Garsh and we cut back and Garshar is immediately like, so he didn't ask to be invited into your body. Not my body and not the motherfucking body before mine. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> yeah. Were he still alive? (laughs) Were he still alive? I guess you'd have to figure out. You'd have to put him in the body of somebody who is serving time, so that he could be in jail. Mm -hmm. She could be in jail. Jolinar prefers female bodies. Oh, oh yeah, 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 Uh, yeah. But yeah, Garshad does not take. Yeah, they they don't like that. They they don't they don't like this information. But and then and then you know the 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 one toker that's been hanging around with them for a bit, kind of a dick, especially to O'Neill. And he's like, "How do we know you didn't kill Jalinar? Like, how would that even happen?" Like, the middle-aged man is yeah. a bit stout. Yeah. What? Like what? Yeah. How, how do like? Yeah. That deflecting motherfucker. Do you even know how this whole dynamic works? <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> like, how would we? Have, he is like so desperate to deflect attention from himself. That he's like, slight, like slight have... spoiler alert because I'm pretty sure something sneaky's going on with that dude. I don't. What? I mean, I don't oh, know. I didn't even... nothing... 
Dude, I don't do spoilers. I do foreshadows. Oh, <laughs> for sure. There's for sure. Um, well, yeah. Well, and then O'Neill just gets pissed. Yeah. And, and why shouldn't he? Because like, it's embarrassing enough that they don't have the technology to do what he's suggesting, which would be kill an ankylosaur that is attached to someone's neck, mm. but also just the principle of it, that he would say like that they would have done that and then showed up here. We're not stupid. We're not going to kill your friend and then be like, Hey, we're at your house. Yeah. It's, it's all around like upsetting. Yeah. Well, and, and so, and then this part, uh, this was really interesting because O'Neill's like start, keeps calling them Goulds. Oh, and they are so salty about it. They will not, they are mad as hell. They're mad as hell and they're not going to take it anymore. (laughs) We are not Goa'uld. We are Tokra. And so, and so that got me thinking, I'm like, okay, so wait a second. So I guess Goa'uld isn't like a general descriptive noun for the species i guess i think it is but i think it's it's i think it's like i think it's like white women like (laughs) and how we're like how we're like aren't white women terrible (laughs) as if we're not white women like we like to separate ourselves from other white women by going oh my god i know aren't white women like the worst like with their fucking microaggressions Mm. Where are you from? No, where are you from? <laughs> you're gonna have to come up with a new name. You're gonna have to come up with the equivalent of Tokra. Then I don't know. Like, well, anyway, yeah, I was just like, okay, so what? Uh, yeah, I was just like, so we should not call them all Goa'ulds. And, and anyway, but then they just I keep know. doing it. But then they just all keep doing it anyway. So it's just like, like, right, is well. there an umbrella term for Goa'ulds yeah. and Tokra? Yeah, yeah, that would be nice to know. It would seems like if they. Like they could just tell them like, well, what is your species called? Yeah. And I think they're called go old. Yeah. Back to my toke self. <laughs> right. Right. Da- Daniel uh, rolls in and he's like, cause they're like, yeah, we only, you know, we only do it with people who are invited us in. And Daniel's like, why would any human want to be a host? Yeah, he's like, everybody knows it's better to be a not host, right? Like, I thought that was the consensus. I thought that was the natural order of things is like, me, Daniel Jackson is like the ideal. And like, everyone's (laughs) like, how can I get closer to being exactly what Daniel Jackson is, (laughs) which is not inhabited by a symbiote? Is that what he was doing? Well, yeah, well, yeah, a little bit. And uh, okay. then what happens is Garsha, like she changes in terms of like her voice. The voice goes away. The eyes stop glowing. And Yusuf answers like that's her host name. She might be from Earth because she is very accommodating and smiley. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's like, hi, I will do lady actions. You seem mad. I'm sorry. Let me explain myself unnecessarily. So that was cool. Well, she's like, uh, well, I don't know, long life wisdom of shared, you know, shared wisdom, you know, technology, you know, all sorts of shit. Lots yeah. of stuff we get. Oh, are you one of those internal monologue people? Would you like to have an internal dialogue? Oh, <laughs> it's more fun. Built in. That's a built yeah. in uh, <laughs> service. Well, and then O'Neill chimes in and he's like, oh, yeah, a Faustian bargain. Gotcha. Mm. 
I know. I mean, no, I mean, no real lie there. I mean, I mean, though, I don't know. Like, let's I they okay. Eventually they talk about how it makes sense that people who are dying would be interested in becoming a host. Mm, but I think mm, more mm. than that, I think people who are lonely mm. <laughs> show fails to no, I'm serious. Like this oh, show oh, fails okay, to okay. recognize the power of loneliness and like. I don't know. I've probably been lonely enough and like dysfunctional enough to be like, yes, please mm. put another mother, put another real motherfucker in here. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's a shrimp, you know, the dialogue talking to themselves is just like a lot of, yeah, I could, I could use a mediator. Inside. Well, and well, and also just being able to like take your hands off the wheel every to, uh, every now and again, you know, <gasps> let someone else drive. Right. And somebody who's like wicked smart wicked and like smart, has wicked a lot of strong. light. Like, oh, I've got to go into this meeting that's bullshit where I'm being set up by two narcissistic male coworkers to be the bad guy. Hey, <laughs> uh, hey, Ankylosaur, you want to take out, you want to take this one? And and that and that's beneath them. They're like, I'll do that. Yeah. I don't, I don't you're like, shit. Great. And then you come out and I'll you're the boss. Yeah. You leave that meeting in charge. All right. All right. No, no, I, I feel it. Well, and mm -hmm. so, and Teal's response to all of this is like, well, yeah, so that's kind of their rule set, you know, but that's also why they keep losing against the Goa'uld. They can't build their numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Because they need, okay, here's what they need to do. They need to find a media marketing manager. <laughs> <laughs> who is also terminally ill mm. Mm -hmm. and probably like single <laughs> um, with a pet to take care of who they want to live for. And then they want to kind of coax them, be, you know, they want to recruit them because then they could get a good, I mean, I think I've set up this, a solid basis for a marketing campaign for like, and so did you, are you tired? <laughs> Have you considered symbiosis? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we, we learn that, yeah, their numbers can't come up because they take them to Selmak slash Sarush, an older right. uh, uh, lady who's on her base, apparently her deathbed. She's about to die. Mm -hmm. 203 years old. Yeah. Looks fantastic. Oh, oh, well, sure. For that age, even though maybe at some point somebody who needs a personality transplant might say otherwise, but <laughs> I think she looks great for her age. And we learned that it's not that the goal old are like long lived in and of themselves. It's because of their technology. It's because they That's use right. the sarcophagi. I was going to call it a pharaoh box. The pharaoh box. I forgot, box. What, it was, I forgot what it was called. The pharaoh box. And the mm -hmm. Tokra do not because they are well aware of its meth-like properties. So, and Daniel Jackson is like, <laughs> me too. Yeah. I can vouch for that. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly and it. And I'm like, whatever, bitch. At least you gave consent to get into that box. What? <laughs> it's the only box he's ever had consent to oh, enter. Well, they're all like, you know, mournfully standing around. Uh, this older woman. And then just out of the blue, Martouf is like, mm. hey, any of y'all want to be hosts? Hey, like, why wouldn't you? Like, we haven't found a host in the whole goddamn galaxy, but 
here's four humans. And Sam is the first to be like, I have one an and easy done. out and they're done that still traumatized one and done one and done. I'm a one and done girl. I've still, I'm still dealing with Jolinar in here. Okay. So immediately putting the other three on the spot, but of course, Teal, cause like I'm Jaffa and you know, the pressure starts to feel tighter for Daniel and O'Neill and O'Neill's just pass. like gross pass. And I don't remember what Daniel said. Daniel said, I don't like Daniel's like, I don't think I can make such a long-term commitment right now. God, you suck a <laughs> douchebag. Boy, that phrase just rolled right out of his mouth. Didn't it? Speaking of one and done. I mean, he shows, he should be so lucky to get the one to be done with because he's no James Spader. Yeah. So they all head back to the main chamber. And, and this is the, th- this is something I hadn't realized yet. Cause yeah, G- Garshaw's back and she's like legitimately like, so why would non-volunteers even want to find us? Yeah. They give like 37 reasons, friendship, uh, allies in the war. We can join the same football league. Like there's all sorts of things that we can do. She is all <laughs> business. They're like card yeah. poker night. <laughs> we're good. We're fun. Charades. <laughs> Yeah, like we could go shopping together for jeans and commiserate afterwards with drinks because jeans are terrible unless they're elastic wasted. (laughs) Fight me. And then she's just like, all your reasons are garbage trash. I'm all business. What do you have of that is of tangible value. And your technology is garbage. Your children, your dumb babies and they're like, well, but we like totally, yeah. we defeated raw yeah, f- yeah. and a practice. Give us a fucking break. Facts. Have you done that? Well, but then, but yeah, when they say that they're like, oh, that was you. Oh yeah. There were Toker on board. Oh, that I, so that's, that's a whole oh, nother thing. That's right. They cannot win. Listen, this is a double bind. This is a classic <laughs> double bind. They're setting them up. They can't win. They're like, you can't do anything. And they're like, we did this. And they're like, you did that. (laughs) Fuck you. And I'm like, but if we were allies. Yeah, we would have known. Yeah. So Garsha, they leave, like she leaves. And then, but Martouf goes to Carter and he's like, hey, you want to, you want to hang out on the surface for just a little bit? I'd really like to hear about, he wants to hear more about his former lover or so I'm intuiting at this point. And she's like, he, 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 that's sort yeah. of me. Oh. I'll go. I have weird feelings for you. But... O- O'Neill tries to join in. <laughs> oh, I know. Can I come? And I love how he's yeah. just like, no, no, no. The only major Carter's invite. Them. <laughs> and O'Neill's like, okay, like I can pull my weight in a threesome, but yeah, go yeah. off. <laughs> Literally <laughs> go off. To wherever you're going, I guess out here the in the crystal cave. Well, yeah. So we cut to the surface, and we learn we learn a shit ton in this spot. We we learn Jolinar or uh, Jolinar's ho- former host was it was was a she, and usually she's most of her former hosts were she's Jolinar. Per- they're genderless, but Jolinar. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah and we also learn that golds don't have a sex, like in and of themselves. Right, they're not genderless. They're sexless. Yeah. Sex- less and maybe and they may or may not have preferred genders and here i i thought in my my mind i thought there was going to be like a progressive gay couple in the late 90s but i but i was wrong 
Because I saw, well, I don't know. I, I got a little bit of a, a dar coming from Martouf, but whatever, you know, I, I can be wrong sometimes. Yeah, I got a little dar. You know what? Martouf didn't express being particularly That's particular. True. <laughs> That's true. So yeah, they're talking and, and then Lantash, the, the Goa'uld inside Martouf comes forward. We haven't seen Lantash yet. And, and he's like, Martouf is having a hard time with this. I'm going to take over. Oh shit. See, you can do that too. Difficult conversation. Hey. Yeah. Okay. So like, what if me and Chris both <laughs> had symbiotes and if we had a difficult conversation we had to have anything parents whatever that we could just have our tokra talk to each other well, yeah and, and the tokra are looking af- out for you too they're they you know right your tokra yeah, is on yeah. your side this is a little difficult right now for them let's talk business they'll yeah, come back soon. yeah either way i'm getting that orange motherfucking range <laughs> in my kitchen soon so whatever <laughs> what that was weirdly specific yeah, well, and so, and then, then we learned that Jalinar's last host, her, uh, her name was Rosa. So he starts talking about Rosa a little bit and this is, you know, it's poetic. He's like, she had the hair, the color of the sand of Abydos. She had the eyes like the oceans of Marloon. And she looked a lot like you, Captain Carter. <laughs> she was blonde and blue eyed, you know, the best way to look blonde blue-eyed and white the prettiest just like you and me well he says all this stuff and carter and well yeah and she's like yeah i have all these weird like i feel like i like you but it's not me or whatever and so uh and so i I can't remember if it's martu for land lantesh who says this but you basically try is like yeah maybe you want to you know maybe you want to become a host you know you know starts pushing it up again again a little Maybe you want to like, um, you know, bring a little Jalinar back into my life with a little yeah, Sam but, Carter. But that's not, that's not cool though. That's not cool. Carter's like, dude, bad timing. She's very well, yeah. visibly upset. And it also feels like it's less about her and more about saving Selmat. Oh, 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 right, right, right. And it's, it's also less about her and mm. more about Jolinar. Do you like being <laughs> Jolinar? <laughs> When your name is Sam Carter, yeah, no, no you no, do fuck, not. It's fucked up. Like they, they are pushy. Yeah. I wonder how Lantash would be reacting if uh, Jolinar came back as that, um, that dude that Sam mm, gave mouth I'm, to mouth I'm to whatever happened. I'm back. And Martouf's like, Martouf would pretend like he was cool with it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he would be cool yeah. with aspects of it. <laughs> let's, let's be honest, but I don't know. Can it, can a Tokra get drunk? Well, so yeah, yeah. She, she gets upset. She like sits down and, you know, and then Martouf gets control again and he sits down and for his, to his credit, he like apologizes. He's like, yeah, you know what? That was kind of shitty. I'm sorry. Shouldn't have, shouldn't have done that. Right. And then they help. Yeah. Me. Yeah. No, she, she says a lot. She's like, I feel, I have these deep feelings for you, but it feels like I'm, I'm being schizophrenic right now. They, they, I don't know who initiates it. I think it's Lampesh or Jolina or, or I mean, or Martouf and they do a very consensual, mutual oh, yeah, yeah. Thumb handful. Rubbing, all that stuff, you know, just a nice little moment. Cue 
Cue a disgusted looking Daniel Jackson. Cock block number two, you fucking asshole. And he just looks grossed out. Like he found two friends at a party, sloppy, drunk, half naked, unable to fuck right in front of him. He's like, ew, tender and consensual. I hate it. Gross. And he makes them feel dirty. He yeah, makes a the little bit. Seem yeah, dirty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's just jealous because whatever. He could never pull either one of them. Well, yeah, well, he's like, uh, you know, the council, hey, kids, um, the council uh, wants to see us right now. So we got to go. So they go. They cut, we cut back to the tunnels. We learn a little bit more about the tunnels. Like they grow on their own. It's kind of cool. Like we watch one, like sort of like getting, being grown and like expanding. It's pretty sweet. And the whole gang is walking forward. The, the shitty toker dude, the dude who gives O'Neill a bunch of shit, like oh. kind of heads off alone. O'Neill like yes. follows. And this is, this is a weird fucking scene. Mm-hmm. First of all, we learned that not the Tokra don't believe in doors <laughs> or privacy, which I'm like, oh, let me show me. Can I use your bathroom? And they're, they're like, bathroom, <laughs> just go here. And they're like bathroom. And then the bathrooms are like in all the dreams where my bot, my brain is keeping me from kissing the bed. <laughs> Because there's like every bathroom I can find either is without a oh, toilet God. or a door. I've never had one of that. Never had one of those, no. And so I imagine that's what taking a pee in in the no privacy, no doors to <laughs> space is like. Because if there were any doors, this guy would definitely have like gone into a bathroom stall instead of his. Well, he goes bedroom. he goes to his bed. Yeah, he goes to his bedroom. He goes to like a makeup chair. And he, and he, and he pulls out this like little orb, which in my mind, I was like, oh, that's like a mini zoom. You know, <laughs> I was like, this guy's a traitor. This guy's a traitor, but yes. he doesn't really do anything because O'Neill just rolls right up to him. And he's like, uh, Hey, Hey, welcome. Mm-hmm. Welcome to my not, not private quarters. It's like, Hey motherfucker. Hey guy, this is not the way to the council hall. What the fuck? And he's like, and I think O'Neill actually says he's looking for the mm-hmm. bathroom yeah. or he got lost or something. And he's like, well, these are my private fucking quarters. We don't have doors. And O'Neill's like, then what yeah, are yeah, private yeah. fucking quarters? He's I don't know, not, yeah, I don't but know he what O'Neill's be. game is here because he's he's just like, he's just, he's just like, yeah, no, I'm not. He doesn't trust them. He doesn't trust them. Right, right, right. But he's sort of just. And this guy's got his spidey senses going because he he pulled off. He peeled off. And so then O'Neill's like, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but that. it's just he, he's not very sneaky about it. Like he, he's just like, yeah, I'm not, not not doing anything. He's like, well, yeah, mm. your friends are. I don't feel like he thinks yeah, he true. needs to that's be. True. <laughs> There's no foreshadowing here. <laughs> yeah. This was just an honest mistake. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, so uh, they get to the main chamber and then the Grand Council rolls in and uh, fucking fashion week up in here. <laughs> uh, and then that shifty dude is also on the council like he's something like he, he no! t- like he gets away again g- rolls through and he's also on there how upset are you to see shifty do it on the council well like, i'm just saying of. it's like he's everywhere was, at once like i was kind of upset to see him on the council i was like that dude shifty so there's definitely problems there it's like take this hat off and then put this hat, bo- yeah, hat on you don't want that guy to have power you, you know <laughs> that you do know that already that you don't want that guy to have power well i mean it seems he seems something's going on shady as hell yeah so and then they they basically go through the same rigmarole again like the council's like so if we hang out you know if we ally with you you're going to expose us even coming here is exposing us so what 
what what reason do we have to do it? And the gang just basically give them the same reasons again. They're like, well, you know, the same 39 reasons. Like we're pretty funny. Yeah. We're cool. We're smart. We like to read. We're not too into politics. We don't, none of us are religious. Yeah, Boy, I don't know. Like we can't think of it. Like nobody here worships a false God. Oh gosh. Um, so many it's hard reasons. to think on the spot like this. <laughs> And then some people roll through and they're like, what were you people planning? Then a couple of them come through and holy shit. Oh, SG3 is rolling in. Oh, they're also here. Right, 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 right. Except they're wearing the aggressive fatigues. All right, this, yeah, this is the Marine. This is like the Marine outfit, right? Yeah, like, they're wearing like- camo. They're not just an OD green. And then <laughs> O'Neill rolls over and is like, Colonel make peace. Colonel make peace. Yes. There's a lot going to unpack. There's like, <laughs> that is an ironic name. There's also, you're the most Irish looking motherfucker I've ever seen, but you have the most indigenous name I've ever heard. So <laughs> is that wrong to notice? Because I just thought, so I'm confused by this man. This is somebody who sends away his 23 and me and he gets 0.001% Cherokee. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, changed his name to make peace. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe if you're going to, you know, write a character called Colonel make peace, maybe he doesn't look exactly like this man. <laughs> yeah. that That's so weird. It's so it's, weird. Just having that name, you I would expect the Tokra to be like, Are you putting us on? Yeah, is this a fucking joke? This sounds like <laughs> part of your ploy. How unsophisticated do you think we are? Do you just call yourself, Hi, I'm Daniel Nice Man? <laughs> this is this is Colonel Guileless. This is, this is our friend, never bad. And this is non-nefarious Sam. I Sam non-nefarious. non-nefarious. Well, yeah. Well, so apparently they're like, well, sir, uh, we're here to nab Carter. Daddy told us to come pick a, pick her up at her friend's house. She's been here too yeah. long. And her papa is, there's an emergency with her popsies and she got to come with us. Got to go. Got to go. Peace out. We figured no NBD. Because these aren't our enemy, but it turns out we are now all prisoners. Well, <laughs> but wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, even at, like around, like further back in the episode, O'Neill's like, "Are we prisoners here?" And they're like, "No, oh, no, you can you can walk around wherever you want, whatever." You can walk around. You can walk around here wherever you want. Go in that dude's prisoners. bedroom, whatever. Yeah, but they didn't say you could leave. Yeah, yeah exactly. They just said you're not restricted. <laughs> Well, well, yeah, O'Neill's, well, O'Neill's like her father. Oh my God. You got to let her go home. The B plot needs some um, love here. Yeah. We got to marry these two. So this episode makes sense. Well, the council, they refuse the alliance. And uh, yeah, as you point out, they're kind of dickheads about it too. They're like, what do you have for what's in it for us? I wish that they'd come back and been like, what's in it for us? Oh, well, yeah. They should have just been like strength in numbers, dipshit. 
Well, yeah, and and now they're like, well, yeah, with all all these, we can't just have people, you know, all these people coming into our doorstep. You've ruined the secret. Uh, you're going to be our guests from here on out until we have to move to another planet, and then we'll send you back. You're a security risk. Mm-hmm. Dude, mm-hmm. Fuck, mm-hmm. man. With friends like these, it's like. I know. Oh, oh, and more foreshadowing until we have to move to another planet. Mm, okay. And I guess yeah. maybe there's one member of the council who's like, I hate these guys and I don't want them to live with us. They're <laughs> shit roommates and I'm going to make sure we have to move planets. I, oh, I, I, oh, wait, is that, oh, is that shifty guy? Shit. Mm. I'm going to say it. I can't say who. Okay. Okay. Could be anyone. Well, it doesn't matter. They're going to make them as comfortable as possible in the crystal intestine. nothing looks comfortable in there nothing isn't is comfortable in there like there's nothing soft not even not even selmax uh hospice uh, slab it's all made of sharp little crystals you have to really like acupressure (laughs) well well, this yeah this 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 trip turned out well (laughs) uh and and we're to be continued end of episode oh that's shit yeah that's episode one. Oh, yeah. right. Okay. Ends right in the middle. Hey, Tori. Yeah. Were you comforted by this episode? Mm, mm, was I comforted uh, by Tokra part one? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. No, I was comforted by this episode. It was a very lore heavy episode. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. I just, you know, a lot, a lot, a lot of information. Uh, not much happens in it, but it's all right. Like it's pretty sweet, and Sarah Douglas is in it. Hmm. So yeah, that's true. I, I, yeah, it just made me feel happy, and so yeah, I think it cut off at a pretty good, you know, good spot. So I, I a cliffhanger. So I liked it. Yeah, I was comforted quite a bit. Uh, what about you, Sarah? Were you comforted by Toker Part One? Oh. I don't know, because I thought I was all prepared to say I was comforted by Tokra part two. <laughs> um, I was comforted because as much as I loved being at my parents' house, um, my mom, I have ADHD. My mom has ADHD. She never stops talking, but my mom's not autistic and I am. And so I really enjoyed the few times that I was like, sorry, my podcast and had to put my noise canceling headphones on and just look at my iPad. It gave me a few hours of just what was kind of like silence. There was only noise that I expected and only things to think about that I expected to think about. Mm. So it was just, there was no way it wouldn't cover. It could have been literally any episode of the show. (laughs) The broken divide. Yeah. It just, Eddie, literally, (laughs) I just needed, I feel like I spent some of my first day back, just sort of staring at a wall. Hey, Tori. Yeah. When you were watching this episode, did you think, holy shit, I do not want to be that guy. That's a nay for me. Ooh, if I had to be someone in the show, I won't be that one. That's a yay for me. And there's like, I guess, whatever. That's a meh for me. Um, yeah, no, I, I totally did. My, my, yeah, who I'd like to be is definitely Martouf. He's hot. Is that why? Uh, oh, well, yeah, I suppose so. Uh, but, mm-hmm. but really, I mean, I mean, his mate of a hundred years just happens to roll back in. Mm-hmm. You know? That's a positive way to look at that. Sitch. And the host looks a lot like his last. So win, win. This dude's got it. getting it all. You're very glass half full on this. <laughs> 
Good for you. I'm, my, I'm pleased. My net is Carter's father. Uh, <laughs> he's dying and his cancer dickhead. sucks. Oh, and sure. apart from the cancer, he's a dickhead. Yeah. So I think he was my nay in his last, in the, his other episode too. It's hard to pick anybody <laughs> else. I wonder if he'll ever graduate. Well, my actual meh is just the crystal intestine tunnels. That place sucks. <laughs> They're pretty. Those bathrooms do not have a door. Yeah. The stalls are just in the hallway. Okay. So my nay would be anyone who has to pee while they're visiting the Tok'ra. And my, my nay would be Daniel. Such a creep. Mm. And my meh. You had two nays. (laughs) And really you could just boil it down to being Daniel because he probably has to go to the restroom there. So. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Dan, my nay is Daniel and he has to go to the bathroom. <laughs> my meh would be general daddy. Cause he's just sort of a, a meddling fool who doesn't really have a lot of, a lot at stake. He's a low stakes meddler. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He could end up being like everyone's hero or he could end up being like, Oh, that was a bit annoying that you meddled. No, no. See, yeah, that, that was why I had those alt- alternate titles. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, all right, he, it's nice that he cares so much, but also he cares a lot. Yeah. We <laughs> care a lot. <laughs> but wait, but what, what was your yay? My yay would be that bad bitch. who's like, what do I need from you? Oh, and, yeah. and I do not smile. This is not what this is. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. Thanks for pointing out that I had two nays. Shit. <laughs> I thought I, I was like, what are you talking about? I nailed this. A lot of nays in this episode. <laughs> okay. Man, my week is going good. All right. There's nothing bad has happened. So Sarah, what do we got? Uh, yeah, we, we're going to be doing this next week. What do we got on the books for next week? I mean, not that the t- title Tokra part one has any foreshadowing about the next episode's title. <laughs> We're doing this next week. Well, I mean, in the time, I thought we were done in the timeline of the podcast publishing. Yeah. Oh, we're going to, we're going to stop at Tokra part one. I thought so. (laughs) Is that not, is that not what we agreed upon? Okay. We've got the Tokra part two made in 1998. The Tokra still need a host for one of their dying leaders. When SG-1 refused, the Tok'ra refused an alliance. Sam is told the blending of a symbiote and host can cure cancer. So Sam returns to Earth to tell her father about her real job and offer him the cure if he will be a host to the Tok'ra. Nice. Okay. Come try us. Come try us something. What yeah, should yeah. you come? You should come try us some great things. Do you hate doing most normal executive functions? Yes. Do you hate arguing with your boss or have asking for a raise or talking to just people in general? Do you dislike telling your partner the things they need to stop doing? Do you hate? that you're always in control of your own body. Do you not have a shellfish allergy? Well, join the Tok'ra Symbio Collective today. We're a 10-inch 10, 10 anthropod with no hands 
but a shit ton of confidence and do all these things for you. I think, is it not an arthropod? Oh, oh, it isn't arthropods, the shrimps and crustaceans? Crustaceans. Which are also, I think also the same thing as an arthropod. Also included, long life, secrets of the universe, and non-private bathrooms. Mastery of hard math, like calculus, and whatever chemistry is. (laughs) And fashion that slaps. Are you tired of masturbating really alone? Yeah, I sure am. (laughs) Are you tired of having total control? Are you tired of sitting? Yeah, sitting sucks. On your hands? It's the worst. So that masturbating feels like someone else is doing it? Oh man, it doesn't, it's not the same anymore. Try Tokra. Tokra, Tokra, Tokra. Join us today. All right. Oh man, that was, uh, come try. That was great. That was great. We, we, yeah, we're, we're getting a commission off of those guys. We got, <laughs> I think they're going to advertise with us again. The Tokara Symbiote Collective. They're, they're, mm-hmm. they're up and coming. Oh my God. We need a t-shirt that says Tokara Symbiote Collective. People in the know will know. Yeah. Well, great. You guys, thanks for sticking around for that. And since you did, you've won a bonus segment that we like to call Get to Know. Your host. Hey, Tori. Yeah. How important are anniversaries, birthdays, and holidays to you? What a timely question. How important are anniversaries, birthdays, and holidays to you? Mm. How do you like to celebrate? Mm. Oh, well, uh, no, holidays are a lot of fun. I like some holidays more than others. The fall holidays are particularly fun, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, birthdays, birthdays are great. I love birthdays. I try, I try, I try to, you know, shout out everyone's birthday, you know, there's always cake or pie, cake or pie. No birthdays are, birthdays are great. Uh, great thing to celebrate. Uh, anniversaries on the other hand, I've never really had to celebrate one. So, (laughs) well, I mean, I've never been in a, I've never been in, in a position where I've had anniversaries or been or like engaged with anyone in any way. I just like that. You said had to, instead of gotten to or have. Oh, (laughs) I've never had to do that. Little brain slip, I guess. Yeah. I guess that, all right. You know, that sums up how I feel about anniversary stuff. I guess. (laughs) I guess it does. I, I agree with you. I'm not, and I have an anniversary. It's a weird sort of holiday for me. Is it a holiday? I also don't care for like, you know, I don't like flag day and I don't like Valentine's day. I, I really like the winter holidays because, okay. If you look at Christmas, the reason everyone has a winter holiday is because if you live in the Northern hemisphere, you have a winter holiday because fucking Christ, you need something. There's fuck all to do. Yeah. You need festivals of lights. You need, you know, adorned trees. You need yeah, food. Fucking something that gives us like, Hey, here's some dopamine. Yeah. And, um, 
and it's just, it's annoying to me. Like as an atheist, it's annoying to me when other atheists are like, Ooh, if you celebrate Christmas, go fuck yourself. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll go fuck myself. Maybe I'll get on Christmas. Yeah. Maybe I'll get a symbiote to do it for me. <laughs> Take that. Um, <laughs> He's wearing a Santa hat while it's happening. A little yeah. Santa hat. It's fucking cute. Thanksgiving, which, um, you know, today is, December 13th. So we recently rolled out of Thanksgiving, um, was always my favorite because it was Christmas without the gifts, you know, it's just the time with family. However, boy, the lies I was told as a child in elementary school about what the fuck Thanksgiving was. It was a fucking set up in a massacre of indigenous people. And it's a real slap in the face to indigenous people. I did go to, um, I was in my old stomping grounds this Thanksgiving. I got to go to my old yoga studio, shout out to source yoga. And I really liked on Thanksgiving, there was an acknowledgement of whose land we were occupying and what the day meant. It's a day of mourning for a lot of people and those people matter. Um, I enjoyed the time with my family. Uh, I, I don't know, I guess as I've got the privilege to separate it from, I no longer, I'm like colonists and like pilgrims and Indians, like having dinner together, which is really not true. And so I just, I just look at it as a family dinner day where everybody bothers to show up unless you're my, um, (laughs) my stepfather's kids. And then you don't, but like everybody else does so all right well uh thanks everybody for um listening to uh this week's episode um yeah you can uh listen to more at our website the seventh symbol.com and also on pretty much any uh podcast service of your choice spotify apple google play Dogcatcher, etc um and give us five stars on any and all of those platforms especially apple for some reason i don't know are they the top dog i don't i have no idea can you even rate a podcast on another podcatcher? I, I don't know. I have know. no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. But if you can, go ahead. Don't do it. do it if you don't like us. Look, if you don't like us, that's okay, man. Just move on. Why would you take the time to like let the whole world know? We might be the right podcast for somebody, and you giving us one star, they'll never find out. Yeah. There's no reason for that. Just just give us a call instead. Just tell yeah. us personally. It's sort of like that thing where you get a product from Amazon and they're like, oh, do you hate this? Call us, please. Yeah, yeah, Not, yeah, don't, don't tell Amazon don't that we're doing a bad job. <laughs> That's what we want to do. Um, our phone number is area code 425-610-6554. Our email address, verticalwateringhole at gmail.com. Um. Well, yeah, well, hey, oh. see you next week here at the vertical watering hole. All right, we'll see you. Holy Hannah! Holy Hannah! <laughs> <laughs>